Hey, we are wrapping up our week talking about the Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Church of Mormons, of riding bicycles and... Wearing ties. Wearing ties and stuff. Um, Pastor Ben, Deacon Richard, and uh, we're talking about today marriage in the Mormon church. Marriage is why we are gathered here today. And uh, there's some interesting thoughts that uh, Richard has uncovered, so we're going to talk about it. Marriage. You just like saying that, don't I do. You? I, it's it's yeah. now that I do that, I'm going to say it all day. Um, movie Sorry, clips, Jenna. <laughs> movie clips get stuck in my head better than Bible verses, and it's a problem. It's a problem. It should be the other way around, but such is life. Um, Deacon Richard, you've been doing the deep dive into Mormonism for the past month or so. Uh, for yeah, for a while. Yeah, uh, you're like thanks for that thank assignment. You. Thank you. Yep. Um, and that's why I tasked. We were putting together the series that. You've been, if you've been listening along, you you know fake news versus good news. We've gone from everything from uh, the prosperity gospel and progressive quote Christianity to Christian nationalism and Mormons. And I'm, I'm getting ready to talk about Jehovah's Witness this Sunday. Um, lots of good stuff. And uh, this one actually a little more controversial. I actually got some comments back from some Mormons. Like, uh, did hey, you? I did. Yeah, yeah. On my uh, on. The, the live stream, I think on my page or something, one of my live stream locations, uh, a little back and forth, nothing too terrible because it's this family member that we love dearly, and uh, but but they're wrong about Mormons. And I mean, I, and, I, and I asked some questions. I really, I, I honestly was like, where did, where did we get this wrong? Mm. Right? Like, wait, was there anything? Because he basically said, hey, thanks for, preaching against my religion you know <laughs> and uh i said i said well i would love to know more so could you tell me where is did richard get anything factually wrong right about the the lds church and well did, didn't really get an answer i think that to that particular question so again it it sounds like we we're getting the facts right although someone who's a mormon would go but i believe that and you're you're spinning that well, into stepping on their of, toes a little bit yeah they, right they believe it um and I, you're stepping on the toes and i'm trying to not spin it into in a, in a humorous way or in a way that makes them seem more ridiculous than you know maybe they would well i don't know maybe <laughs> maybe i am i don't know because there are some things that are glaring and some beliefs that you go well, well wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute um we talked about uh, post-mortem baptizing last uh, last episode but you want to talk about something interesting when it comes to marriage marriage celestial marriage or temple marriage as they put it mm. uh, is a doctrine specific to the church of latter-day saints mm -hmm. that marriage can last forever into heaven uh, okay yes um it has a little bit of a caveat to it, though, in order to, to have make that happen. Only people allowed to enter into the temple uh, to be married there or, or, or attend these weddings uh, can be uh, can be there. It's it, what they call it an official temple recommend. Obtaining the, that recommend requires one to abide by the Church of Latter-day Saints church uh -huh. doctrine. Uh-huh. Be interviewed and considered worthy 
by their bishop and stake president. Like doing the whole, what's the guy, what, what was that movie, Gladiator, where he put the thumbs up or the thumbs down? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you good or are you not good? You are worthy or unworthy. A prerequisite to contracting a celestial marriage or a temple marriage, in addition to obtaining a temple recommend, involves undergoing the temple endowment, which involves making of certain covenants with God. Hey, girl, you want to get to a celestial marriage? I've got the endowment. That's interesting. Yeah. So, so it's de- marriage has all, always been a God thing. Yes. Um, and by extension, it they, it happens in churches and stuff like that. But this is a whole new level. This is whole new. So, so you're saying if you're going to have it, you can Mormons can get married, but if they want a celestial marriage, that's going to last forever, girl. Our celestial celestial marriage happening in the temple. Be with you forever. Is there a way to stop this? (laughs) I'm making an R&B Mormon hit, okay? okay, okay. So just get out of my way. (laughs) But so here is the Bible truth. The Bible truth is there is no marriage in heaven. Yeah. I mean, that's... Do I need to... I can pull it. I forgot to pull up the verse, but you go go check it out. Google that, right? <laughs> it, it says in the Bible that there is no marriage in heaven. Um, marriage in and of itself is designed to show us. Well, it's designed for a lot of things: stable family, flourishing of society, baby making. Uh, you know, um, most of the time our wives do stuff better in certain areas than we do, and we balance each other out. That type of thing. Uh, but also it's meant to show the relationship between Jesus and the church. It's Matthew twenty two thirty, but that says that. Oh, that says that there's no marriage in heaven. Yeah. Oh, good job. Good job with your Google machine. Um, <laughs> and that's, that's Jesus, right? That's Jesus saying it. That's not somebody That's Jesus. Um, why? Because marriage is a means to an end right now. It's a blessing for this life and not everybody gets it in this life. Not everybody needs it in this life. Um, but when we're in eternity, our attention is going to be focused on God. But there again is, is where that, that makes sense that that belief and that whole, we say focus attention on God, but you got to remember that this is the celestial marriage. Yeah. So in the celestial kingdom, it's about you. It's about you because that's where you get to become a God yourself is right. in this realm of heaven. It's the right. third tier of heaven, yeah. celestial kingdom. You yourself are a God, uh, and the only way that that can happen is if you do get married in the temple, so that because you have God has has to procreate, has to procreate, right? And so God currently has wives, wives, yes. wives and ha- so can you have more than in you know in more than one? Like I guess would I guess because they now say polygamy is a no no, right? They've updated that. Or they kind say, of, well, kind of, yeah. They, it's a no no. You don't have yeah. to do that. It's probably better. But then, so, but if you have like a wife and then she passes and then you get, you get remarried, you and you and it's all temple weddings and you, you're just racking up celestial wives. Yeah. But again, that's why that's why what you believe about God. Uh, I think it was Tozer, uh, A. W. Tozer, that says uh, what you believe about God is the most important thing about you. Mm-hmm. 
What, what comes? No, it's what comes to a man's mind when he thinks about God is the most important thing about them. You know, some people are going, "Why is it a big deal? Why? Why are y'all?" you know, picking apart this Mormon belief about what what came before us. It's because what you believe about God has implications in your life and, and changes how you do things. And because you think that God has wives and because you think that you will eventually be a God in the celestial plane, then that, that informs your, your practices in marriage now. Yeah. And, um, but again, it all comes back to now heaven is all about you. Heaven is not all about you in the in the real world, in in Orthodox Christianity, in what we know to be true. Uh sorry if you don't like that, but it's what the Bible says. And yeah. I believe the Bible. So and I don't add to the Bible or change it to my liking. Because honestly, it's funny. I can see how there was a there was a, a fade. This is uh oh, back in my day. Um <laughs> I, I remember when I was a kid. I don't know if Richard ever did this. You couldn't sleep and you're laying in bed thinking of stuff that made your head explode like eternity. Right. Think about it. I was like, I remember being like an eight year old or 10 year old trying to wrap my big head around eternity. And I was just like, it kind of scared me because I didn't understand it. It did. Oh yeah. Made my mind explode. And so I, you know, I, there was a temptation for me to believe, well, maybe we just start over. Maybe we just, you know, it made more sense for us just to start this life over. And so, uh, or, or the, the, the biblical presentation of eternity, I didn't quite like when I first read it and started to understand it, but I soon realized I can't change that. This is the truth. And so, um, the, the more I got closer to Jesus, the more I just accepted that, you know, the more I fell in love with God, the more I realized, oh, it's not about me. You know, well, that's the key is falling in love with God. Okay. So when, yeah. when, uh, when you're thinking about it without that in mind, yeah, you know, you don't like it a whole lot. You're like, I don't get some of these things that I have here on earth uh-huh. that I like, but uh-huh. what you do have is God and all you need is God. All you need. That's going to be, we're going to be talking. Now I, I, I think we're going to have jobs and duties and things in heaven. And, you know, there's the, there's stuff about heaven that I think we could pull from scripture, but the main idea is that God is there and he's the center of attention and he, and he's going to be all that we do or and our main thought for all of eternity. And we're going to be totally okay with that. Yes. We're going to be good with that. And I know right now that doesn't sound good because we're not there. Because we want to talk, think about us. We we're selfish, and so again, I can see how if if I never progressed from that that fear and that selfishness that was in my mind as a ten year old, that I would be attracted to something like Mormonism, because that makes more. Well, okay, now I can work on attaining this, and I can work on. But if you'll just fall in love with God, like like we're supposed to, uh, then all the, all the rest of that stuff is not necessary. And marriage even is not as necessary as we think. Marriage is a gift from God. It's a blessing in this life, but we don't need it for forever because we'll have everything we need. And we're we're not gonna. I remember some, I've been talking to someone who's be. She was surprisingly old when that said, "Man, if there's no sex in heaven, I don't, I don't want to go there." I'm like, oh, don't, oh man, <laughs> images. Oh. But again, we won't need sex. We won't need food. We won't need, we'll be feasting on the presence of God. That's all that matters, man. So 
Sorry, Mormons. You don't get your own planet and your own gods. You get the one true God. And that's all you need. Yeah. And so if you're listening to this, by now, if you're a Mormon and you're listening to this, you're mad at us. Um, I applaud you for listening to the entire week. <laughs> right? Uh, right? Because um, I would have been burning something down by now. <laughs> but, man, if you know a Mormon, don't be rude. Don't be a jerk. Like I said on on Sunday, uh, as I, I think she kept it in the video if you want to go back and watch it. It's not as good as the sermon part that Richard did, but... I got up at the end and just, I just felt led to say, y'all take this information and love with it. Don't judge with it. Don't be puffed up in knowledge. Don't think we're better. Right. And while we made some jokes here, this is, this is people's lives that they're, they're struggling to, well, I don't know if they're struggling. Maybe they're perfectly content in their, their wrongness. But, uh, our job is not to argue Mormons into orthodoxy. Our job is to love them and pray for them and show them the true kingdom of God. So that's what we need to do. So know what they believe, know how to debate it and discuss it lovingly, speak the truth in love. And, uh, and that's, that's it. Yeah. Thanks Richard for hanging out this week, man. Yeah. And, uh, we'll have you back soon to, uh, keep me in line and listen to my R and B blues. We could do without that. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe we'll You're like, if you're doing that, I ain't coming back. <laughs> All right, we'll see y'all next week where we talk about Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah, it's a whole nother bag of fun that we're getting into. If I hadn't ticked you off this week, maybe I'll tick you off next week. So uh, it'll be great. Thanks for listening. Amenben.com is the website. Check it out. Get in touch. I'd love to talk to you.